Welcome to this edition of the Head Dead Podcast. I'm your host, Cam McKinney. This is episode number 82 of the podcast, and the only sports story worth talking about this week, and the subject of this podcast is the Astros cheating scandal. I have no interest, zero interest in talking about how the Astros use technology to steal signs. My main interest is in the punishment for the scandal itself. There have been three teams affected by the scandal, and of course, no team has been affected more by the scandal than the Houston Astros. They have lost their general manager, Jeff Luna, who they suspended a year and then fired. They fired their manager, A.J. Hintz, best known for being one of the best managers in baseball. They have been fined the heftiest fine of all time by a team, $5 million. That's the most allowed by baseball to fine a team. They are fined $5 million and they lose two first round draft picks and two second round draft picks in each of the next two seasons. Although I kind of find it weird that the biggest suspensions in the history of baseball are for sign stealing and not steroid use. I understand why Rob Manfred, the commissioner of baseball, had to go down this route because he was trapped in a corner. He had to prove he had the power to do this kind of thing, and he did. He had to do this thing. I think what irks me the most is A.J. Hinch and Jeff Lunau losing their job. You know they're going to be gone a year, but still, I think you should stick by them because you're acting like it's all their fault. No one else from the Astros was fired except for their assistant GM, who, by the way, was fired for something else in the offs in the postseason with the Robert Osuna incident with reporters. So that's a whole nother scandal in and of itself. AJ Hinch managed you to a World Series title. And the owner of the Astros, Jim Crane, said he still feels like that is a legitimate title. If you feel like you legitimately won a World Series, then A.J. Hinch should not be fired. You firing him shows that you think it's illegitimate in my mind. You should have gone the side, the route of the New Orleans Saints. With Bounty Gate, Sean Payton was suspended a year. They stuck by Sean Payton, and look how that's worked out. Sean Payton is a worthy head coach. He's a guy you should stick by. I think A.J. Hinch is a guy you should stick by. This is a guy who's been reported broke monitors to stop this scandal from happening. And I think if we're really being honest with ourselves, if we're really being honest, it's almost impossible for A.J. Hinch to have stopped the scandal. What? Was he supposed to report this to the Athletic himself? Was he supposed to rat on all of his players to the commissioner of baseball? Like, A.J. Hinch is trapped in an impossible situation. So, he did the easy route. He just let it happen. How was this one man supposed to stop this. If he wasn't the guy in charge, if he really was the guy trying to stop this, if the report is true, why is A.J. Hinch suspended at all? I get why he is, because you have to know what's going on, and he admitted he did know what was going on and didn't stop it. But what was the task? What was A.J. Hinch supposed to do here? He did not deserve to be fired. I think he deserved a one-year suspension, but I think he deserved his job back. I think you can make the case that Jeff Lunau is the one who deserved to be fired, and he was. That I agree with. Jeff Lunau, this is two straight incidents, the one with the assistant GM I just mentioned, and now a sign-stealing scandal. And Jeff Lunau always seemed to me to be just about the baseball, like he didn't build a good enough culture with the Astros. I think that's a reason to really fire a guy. The culture of the team is about the general manager of the team and who he hires and who he fires. Because believe this or not, these general managers like Jeff Lunau are the ones making this all about analytics and all about stealing signs. They are 
they're making it so the only way you can keep your job is to win. And I think that's why A.J. Hinch doesn't deserve to be fired here. Because I think A.J. Hinch is a lackey, like most major league managers are nowadays. He's a lackey. He couldn't stop his rogue bench coach, Alex Cora, because he didn't have enough power within the organization to stop it. He is not looked at like Joe Torre was with the Yankees. He has not looked like Bobby Cox was or Tony La Russa. He is not that level of manager. He is a lackey. A.J. Hinge is not a mastermind. He's not the one they all respect. He's just a guy there using analytics, being a good manager, winning ball games. He doesn't have that same respect that managers used to have in the past. Lunau right now is the one with all the power because executives are the one who hold the most power in baseball. They have the most control over their organization, like a Theo Epstein, like a Brian Cashman. Jeff Lunau did deserve to lose his job, just not A.J. Hinch in my opinion. Yeah, that whole press conference of Jim Crane to me was nuts. Firing those two guys on the spot was ridiculous. I mean, at least make it look like you're thinking about your next move and not just do like, oh, we heard they're suspended a year. They're gone. It just felt like a move to make a move. He also said you can bet we will be doing the right thing moving forward. I find that silly. You've been doing the wrong thing again and again and again. These these owners are just getting away with this more so than any of these players, the GMs, or the managers. Like, you're not running a good enough organization, buddy. That's on you. To make it about these two guys, to me, is the most ridiculous thing of them all. The same thing happened when the Red Sox fired Alex Gore. They had that weird press conference. You cannot act. The Astros and Red Sox cannot act like world-class organizations who did nothing wrong and then fire their leader of their organizations and be like, well, we're still a world-class organization. It doesn't work like that. There's going to be a fallout. If you're going to punish these people, guess who's also going to be punished in a way? The teams themselves. They are tainted. Their reputations are not great right now. Now let's talk about Alex Cora. The man who won a World Series his first year had the weirdest year a manager has ever had his second year. I mean, this guy basically skipped spring training. The Red Sox had an off year. You'd think he's going to bounce back his third year. And then in the almost the end of the offseason in January, he is fired and he is probably going to get a year or more suspension by Major League Baseball. And the Red Sox and him laughably say they're going to par ways. No doubt you're going to par ways. There's no looking back from this. Alex Gore's entire time with the Red Sox is one of the more strangest things I've seen since my time watching baseball. And I want to go back to that press conference the Red Sox had. It's the weirdest press conference conference this offseason, where they basically say, we love Alex Cora as a guy, but because of this scandal, we gotta let him go. It's like you have to admit he was doing something sleazy here to get up, to get a an edge in the game. Like, I can't, I, I just can't look at it this way anymore. You can't, at one point, say he can't manage our team anymore, and at the same point, be like, well, if they weren't suspending him, he would still be our manager. Like, no. If you're going to fire a guy, then fire him. If you're going to stick by him, stick by him. They were more sorry about firing Alex Cora than they were when they parted ways with Terry Francona, a guy who, in my mind, was the greatest Red Sox manager ever. So their remorse over this Alex Cora incident is one of the oddest things I've seen this offseason. And I also kind of find it funny how they're firing him and they said they fired him because of what he did with the Astros. Well, guess what, people? There's an ongoing investigation about what he did with the Red Sox and sign stealing. So if that comes out and that's harsh, then the next 
press conference the Red Sox have is really going to be awkward. Are they going to admit that Alex Cora is not maybe the nice guy they think he is? Or are they going to continue to act like he's some baseball genius? Like, you can't have it both ways. I think Alex Cora is a pretty good manager. I just don't think he's as good as the 108-win Red Sox make it seem he was. I don't know how he won baseball games. I don't know how sign-stealing affects you winning baseball games. I do know that if Miguel Cabrera, if you tell Miguel Cabrera a fastball is coming, he's a way better hitter. So if Alex Cora is with the Astros and Jose Altuve knows a fastball is coming, I think he has a huge advantage there. I don't know how big of cheating that is. I don't know that these people deserve to be never getting jobs again because the likelihood of Jeff Lunau, AJ Hinch, and Alex Cora getting jobs again are zero to none. I don't think any of those people will ever be in that same position again. But I do. I don't know if the punishment fits the crime. But I do know if you're the ones punishing them, you have to admit that there was a crime. It's like the Red Sox are admitting there was no crime here. This guy's just gone because of something he did with another organization. Well, now he's tainted your organization. And if it's if it comes out that this is maybe bigger than what happened with the Astros or the same thing, you're going to look like clowns by defending him. So I hope for the Red Sox' sake, this this punishment isn't as bad as what happened with the Astros. Because it is, the next press conference is going to look rather silly. I want to talk about the only player mentioned in the report, Carlos Beltran. Yes, that Carlos Beltran, who was on a Hall of Fame track. Now his Hall of Fame reputation is tarnished. He's been fired by the Mets as manager before he ever manages a Major League Baseball game. This is such a Mets thing to happen. It's the most Mets thing to ever happen, that they hire a guy who is a legend with their team, one of the best contracts they've ever handed out. They announce him as manager, and then in January, they have to fire him because of a cheating scandal he did with another team. He didn't even cheat for the Mets. He cheated for the Astros. That's such a Met thing. But again, Carlos Beltran's reputation is ruined. He will never get a chance to be a Major League Manager again. His Hall of Fame consideration is dipping by the day. And now you have three teams, the Astros, Red Sox, and Mets, desperate for a manager before spring training starts. I mean, this has got to be the craziest offseason in the history of baseball right now. Because there's really not enough time for them to make splashy hires. Like hiring Carlos Beltran, a guy who was great for you as a player, is a splashy hire. Yes, the Red Sox can say they're going to make Jason Veritek the manager of the Red Sox. That's not a splashy hire. He's never managed ever. And just because he's a beloved captain of the Red Sox, that's not enough to please fans that are expecting the Red Sox to be really good really fast. I mean, there are reports that the Astros are looking at Buck Showalter. That makes the most sense to me. Like, sign a guy, do like a two or three year deal. Let this thing play itself out. Try to win a title while you can, I guess, if you're the Astros. And just let this thing play out so you're not the team that's talked about every single day. Buck Showalter is a nice guy to calm the storm. I want to talk about more about the Astros. Think about this. The Astros, during this run, at, they started this by losing three straight seasons of a hundred or more games. And then the last three seasons, guess what they did? They won a hundred 
plus games each of those seasons under A.J. Hinch and Jeff Lunau. That's crazy. They were Sports Illustrated pick to be the next big team in 2012, and they bounced back in a huge way, and they lived up to that prophecy, only to be brought down by the biggest scandal in the history of baseball since the Black Sox scandal. And while they did get rid of their GM and manager, they still have that core of Altuve, Bregman, Carlos Correa, George Springer. I mean, what do those guys think of this organization now? Do they still want to be part of it? Jose Altuve is signed there for at least the next six seasons. Carlos Correa is going to be a free agent. Alex Bregman just signed a new contract. Where did these players stand within the organization and within the, net, the within Major League Baseball? How will other teams react when they face the Houston Astros? Like, are there going to be pitchers throwing a lot at Jose Altuve? I mean, there are going to be a lot of teams that don't like the Houston Astros. They go to the darlings of baseball, to the villains of baseball really fast. And some teams react really well to that, and others falter. I want to talk about one curious name in this scandal is Mike Fires. He's the one who told The Athletic about the Astros sign-stealing scandal. Is he the new Jose Canseco? I mean, think about this. A guy who the media loves that players begin to despise because he's thought of as a snitch. Jose Canseco gave up a bunch of names, Maglio Odonias, Alex Rodriguez, Pudge Rodriguez, in his book, The media loved it. They ate it up. They defended Jose Canseco until the end of time. Major League Baseball players didn't react the same way. A-Rod went way against... Jose Canseco in a Katie Couric interview and then had to say, yeah, I did use steroids. I mean, players, Major League Baseball players specifically, do not like guys they deem as snitches. And I think they deem as Mike Fires as a snitch. Whether or not that's right or not, I think Mike Fires had to tell his new teams what the Astros were doing. I'm not so sure that the best route was to go to the Athletic. I think he should have gone to maybe the commissioner of the sport and told them what was going on. Like, I just don't know why he he did the media route first. And I can also question why he did this. Like, I think Mike Fires started to tell about the scandal after he wasn't benefiting from it. Like, Mike Fires had no issue when the Astros were doing it, but then when he joined a new team, he had an issue with it. And what I also find interesting is he got mad at them for leaving him off the playoff roster. So he had a vendetta against the Astros. So I... Whether or not I think Mike Fires did the right thing by telling about the scandal, I just think the way he went about it maybe isn't the best way. I think Mike Fires did the right thing by telling us what was going on here. Because, again, maybe this will save baseball, maybe it won't, but I think it needed to be said. I think these organizations need to stop what they were doing. I think it's also messing with the pace of play a little. I mean, everyone's so paranoid about the sign stealing. Maybe we can go back to making baseball a more fast-paced, easy-going sport instead of all being paranoid all the time. But again, just like Jose Canseco, the media loves Mike Fires, and the players themselves probably don't look at it the same way. They're thinking of him as the real villain here. Even players that don't play for the Astros, they do not think you should tell what's going on in other teams' clubhouses. That's um, that's maybe the most fascinating thing about this for me, is how the Astros feel, how his former teammates feel about what Mike Fires did. Because I don't think it matters what Jessica Mendoza thinks about Mike Fires. I think it matters to me what Jose Altuve, what Justin Verlander, what his former teammates within the Astros organization feel about Mike Fires, and we may never know the answer to that. 
that. Another thing that I don't think is being brought up enough is the fact that the Astros and Red Sox both lost managers who they thought were going to manage them to World Series titles for maybe the next decade and a half. Alex Cora is not an old guy. AJ Hinch is not an old guy. They had a long and prosperous managerial careers on their hands. They were going to build up to be the best managers in franchise history possibly at some point. A year ago, Alex Cora looked like the next baseball genius, winning 108 games in his first season, winning a World Series title, having the Mookie Betts, Xander Bogarts have their best seasons under him. Like He looked like he was on the rise. A year later, the Red Sox kind of faltered during the regular season, and then he's fired in the offseason for this horrific scandal. I mean, think about how nuts that is. The rise and fall of Alex Cora, whether it's right or not, whether or not you think Alex Cora deserved to be fired, whether or not he's the real mastermind this entire scandal, I don't know the answer to that. I just know it's crazy that Alex Cora will no longer be the manager of the Red Sox. And A.J. Hinch is a guy who struggled with the Diamondbacks in his first tenure as a manager, went back to the Astros, had a great first season there, and then built a team that won a 100 games in each of the last three seasons. I mean, you don't just, those guys don't just lose their jobs over nothing, and it's just... It's just so strange that at one point, the Astros, they had Garrett Cole, they had Justin Verlander, Zach Granke, Ozel Tuve, Hall of Fame. You thought they were the next baseball dynasty, and a year later, they're finished. They're done with. Like We don't even want to think about the Astros anymore. We don't hold them in that same light. Just what the an off season, a difference of off season for these two teams. The Red Sox and Astros are going to have to recover from this scandal. Again, whether or not you think the scandal was big enough that these punishments should be held out, that's besides the point. These these two organizations are in recovery mode of their reputations more so than trying to win baseball games. The last thing I want to talk about with this scandal is this. I think the media is playing a bigger role in these punishments than what we think. Like, I think since Deflategate that the media attention drawn to sports scandals are what making these punishments enormous. Like, none of us know the real value of what happened when Tom Brady deflated some footballs. We don't know the real impact that made on the actual football games. We don't have an equation that tells us that. We don't have the equation of what sign stealing helps a batter in baseball. Like there's no statistic we can go to to see how good the Astros were because of their sign stealing. You can show me the home and road splits, but guess what? That's most baseball players ever. They're much better at home. Every role player in every sport is better at home than they are on the road. So yes, you can tell me some backup catcher hits better at home than on the road. That's not a scandal. That's just a basic fact of sports that athletes play better at home. What I want to know, and what we don't know, is the value of sign stealing. But you know what we do have with the scandal? We have a lot of media attention. There was a lot of pressure on Rob Manfred to come down hard because so many people this offseason were talking about the Astros and this scandal. The ESPNs of the world, the MLB networks, they wanted the hammer to be brought down. I don't know if Rob Manfred did this for attention, but I do think that Rob Manfred was reacting to the discussion of sign stealing in the media more so than the actual value of sign stealing itself because he doesn't know the real value of what sign stealing does. I can't tell you that the Astros team 
couldn't win a World Series if they had installed signs. I think the 24-hour news cycle of sports is creating all of this media attention around these scandals. It's making these commissioners or these teams react in a way where they're on the defense. They have to make a move. The Mets fired Carlos Beltran because we wouldn't stop talking about what would happen with Carlos Beltran. It was like 48 hours of, okay, Mets, it's your turn. What are you going to do with Carlos Beltran? I don't think they feel any different about Carlos Beltran when they hired him. He was a player there. I don't think they think that this would affect his managerial career with the Mets. I still think if you had a liar test to Brody Van Wagenen, he would believe that Carlos Beltran could be a good manager. But because of the media attention around it, he could not stand by Carlos Beltran because so many questions would have to be asked. Why did you stick with Carlos Beltran? How do you feel about the the Red Sox getting rid of Alex Cora or the Astros getting rid of A.J. Hinch? And why didn't you get rid of your guy? I mean, you can't survive this news cycle. It's more annoying than the actual sticking with the guy. It's the media coverage around it. Like Deflategate, just talking about a scandal on television for 24 hours straight, every channel talking about it, creates this reaction culture of baseball needs to react by suspending these guys. The Mets need to react by firing that guy. The Red Sox need to react. The Astros need to react. It's reaction culture. Those teams need to react to the coverage of these events. If they react in a small way, we lose respect for them and they become as big of the... They become The punishment is almost, we're going to ask you so many questions about this thing that you don't even want to run these teams anymore. The, the Mets firing Carlos Beltran was a reaction. It was a reaction to the 48 hours of talking about what's going to happen to Carlos Beltran. It's reaction culture that we're living in. We can talk ourselves into believing that sign stealing is the biggest sin in sports history. We can talk ourselves into understanding what the Flategate is, what Spygate is. The real answer is none of us knows the impact of these events. None of us know how they impact the sport itself. We don't know if sign stealing really helped the Astros all that much. We don't know what the Flategate was really about, and we really don't know anything about Spygate. We don't know anything about these scandals. We just know that we talked about them until we punished everyone for them. That's my opinion on this, that the reaction culture created the punishment for this scandal. And I think Rob Manfred had to do it. He had to prove that he had the power to do this, because if you talk about it, and you talk about it, and you just come out with like a 20-game suspension, you look soft as a sport. I think he had to do it. And I think he did the right thing. I don't think you could have a whole season of asking those questions. And guess what? We don't know the impact that science stealing has, but I don't want to spend a whole year of asking people what was the impact. He had to do this. I think it was the right thing. And I hope baseball moves past this. Move past the science stealing scandal. One thing's for sure, 2020 is going to be one of the most interesting regular seasons we've ever seen. After the aftermath math of this scandal, it's going to be interesting to see how baseball recovers. Thanks for listening to this edition of the Head Dead Podcast. I'm Cam McKinney. There'll be a new episode of the podcast every Monday on Apple Podcasts and iTunes. So please rate, review, and subscribe. 